This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Let the appropriations battle begin. The House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee is set to consider a bill this evening that would fund USDA, FDA, and the CFTC. The bill provides just under $24 billion in discretionary spending, a $487 million increase over the levels enacted for the 2020 fiscal year. It would provide another $1.1 billion for rural broadband spending, as well as funding increases for commodity marketing, a new hemp production program, and a $90 million increase in ag research funding. The bill would also block changes to the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program sought by the Trump administration, as well as fund $2 billion for international food assistance programs the administration has tried to kill. The subcommittee will consider the legislation this evening. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. The House Committee also released its draft Interior and Environment Funding Bill today. It's a $36.75 billion bill that would represent an increase of $771 million over 2020 funding. The bill would fund the Environmental Protection Agency at $9.38 billion, a $318 million increase over the current fiscal year, and $2.67 billion more than the President's budget request. Stay tuned to AgriPulse as the appropriations picture continues to unfold. The leader of the nation's largest farm group expects the coronavirus to have an impact on the next farm bill considered by Congress. American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duval says the current financial picture in farm country due to the pandemic could lead to a better understanding of why the bill is important. This pandemic has proven to America and the public and the politicians that we are essential to this country, uh, that we are uh, a national security issue, uh, and I think that drives us in a direction that we could get another farm bill, and, and but it definitely will probably look different than what we've experienced in the past. He says that could shape some of the language in the legislation. I think it's going to make us look at how the farm bill does build. Of course, the last one went more toward the risk management tools, and I, I think we'll start seeing conversations not just around how do we set that farm bill up, be prepared for uh, emergencies like pandemic, natural disasters, uh, but also around climate change. Duval says he also expects conservation and carbon credit language to be on the table when the next farm bill is considered. There's more from Duval, including his thoughts on more coronavirus relief and the outlook on trade in this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Finally today, Corn Belt crops are being hit by a bit of a dry spell. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. The growing season is getting into full swing and a drying trend is developing across critical corn and soybean production states. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says dry weather is starting to move into Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan. Since July started, it has turned a bit hotter and certainly quite dry. And because some of those crops, corn and soybeans, were planted in unfavorably wet conditions, and in some cases required replanting, there are some concerns with regard to soil compaction for those relatively young crops that are growing now across the eastern Corn Belt. Rippey says the weather for the rest of July will be critical to watch across the rest of the Midwest. As you move to the west of the Mississippi, a lot of those crops in states like Iowa, Minnesota, and Nebraska went in much earlier and are already in reproduction at this point. 
So, uh, you know, it's going to be a, a wider window than we normally talk about for concern for heat and or dryness related issues. USDA's crop progress report released today says the U.S. corn crop is rated 71% good to excellent, 23% fair and 6% poor to very poor. The U.S. soybean crop is rated 71% good to excellent, 24% fair and 5% poor to very poor. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.